My friend is having the biggest meltdown because her mother won't spend $1,800 for her to go see her favorite singer next weekend. My friend runs a Stan account on Twitter and has a pretty unhealthy obsession with a famous singer that just announced today that he is having a two-day concert next weekend. This is in a city that is about six hours away. My friend doesn't work and has no money. She literally sits at home every day in her room on her Stan account, revolving her life around her favorite singer. Earlier today, she called her grandmother and asked if she would pay for her to go see him and she said no so she then went to her mom and waited until she got home from work to ask if she would pay for the trip and her mom told her to price out the trip and that she would get back to her we were facetiming as she was pricing out the trip we were measuring out the cost of the amtrak ticket as well as a cheap hotel along the metro line as well as the cost of tickets and food as well as anything else that you would possibly need on this trip we totaled it up and the cheapest it came out to was around eighteen hundred dollars for two nights plus everything. And to be honest, that's pretty cheap for that city in the grand scheme of things. But given the fact that my friend doesn't work and isn't paying a penny towards it, her mom still ended up saying no. Her mom told her after the fact that the most she would give was around $600, which covers the cost of the ticket itself. After my friend went downstairs to talk to her mom about the cost, I overheard screaming and crying as she told her mom, you just want me to be miserable. You complain I sit around this house all the time and mo. The one time I actually want to do something, you shoot it down. She follows this up by saying, I never get to do anything fun. You're so cheap when it comes to anything I want to do, but splurge on yourself all the time and then have the audacity to complain when I'm depressed. You don't even care about me at all. Her mom told her she splurges on herself because it's her own money and pointed out the fact that she was 22 years old and should have a job and that as her mother, she shouldn't have to pay anything towards it, saying that she would be happy to help her, but she's not paying for the entire trip. My friend screamed, maybe if you would actually let me do things I want to do, then I would be happy enough to be able to work. And then she went on to yell at her mom for having her waste her time planning out the costs if she was just going to say no anyways. Then she came back to her room, slammed the door, and her face was all red and crying. I asked her if everything was okay, and she was crying and said, what difference does it make? Nobody cares about my feelings, all this other stuff. She then told me that she's not doing anything this weekend except crying in her room. I said nobody wants to see you miserable, but $1,800 is a lot to ask for, especially for a last-minute trip. That's the price to cover one month of rent in some places. I know how bad you want to see this singer, but there will be closer opportunities in the future when he goes on tour again. It's not the end of the world. I then said you're acting like a spoiled brat by screaming and crying over not getting to go. I then said you should try selling some things online this weekend to get the money to go. I then finished off by saying that I'm sorry, but I agree it's ridiculous that you expect your mom to fund this entire trip, especially since she's not even going. My friend did not take this lightly. She started screaming at me that her mother is always trying to get her out of the house and she had her opportunity with this trip, so she has no room to complain anymore about her being depressed when it's her fault. And then she told me that I'm an idiot for even suggesting that she sell anything because all the hotels and tickets will be gone by the time she gets any money and that I need to just keep my mouth shut if I'm just going to continue to be a jerk just to purposely piss her off. I said I'm not trying to piss her off. It was just an honest suggestion. I explained that you could have your mother
rather buy the concert ticket and then sell things to try and get money for a hotel or something. She yelled that I will never understand her pain, saying that she looks up to the singer as a father figure. And since Father's Day is super painful for her, she wanted to spend the day with him at his concert on Father's Day because it will make her happy. But instead, her mom just had to rip it away and ruin it for her like she ruins everything else. She then started crying more and told me she thought I was her friend, but I guess not, since I'm siding with her mom apparently. Also saying that I'm a piece of garbage and said some other terrible things. After that, she threw around some very explicit words that I won't say here, and then she hung up on me. So now, as a result, I'm kind of ignoring all of her texts. And I think that might be for the best. Wow, this girl is incredibly entitled. I can understand that you're super obsessed with a pop star or some sort of singer or entertainer that you're like, wow, I want to go see them. But to expect anybody, and I mean any normal average citizen, to just suddenly drop $1,800 so you can go and see this singer is just absolutely ridiculous. I don't personally know of anybody who just has that kind of money laying around. That's a lot of money. And like it was said in the original post, that's sometimes someone's rent for the month. You know what that $1,800 should be used for instead? Probably getting therapy. This reaction is absolutely insane for a 22-year-old woman. In today's economy, I can completely understand if someone still lives at home at the age of 22. Even up to higher ages, I totally get it. But to turn around and act as ungrateful as this lady did towards her mom, all because her mom wouldn't drop $1,800 suddenly for you to see your favorite singer, is completely irrational. There's no circumstance with this specific situation where I can think that that would be acceptable. Especially when you consider the fact that the girl who's being super entitled in this story doesn't have a job, doesn't contribute to any of the bills, and doesn't provide for herself financially in the slightest. And I really do feel bad for the original poster's friend if they are actually struggling with depression and anxiety. I know exactly what that's like. But you have to take steps to try and get things going in your life. You can't let it consume you. Therapy and in some cases medication can help you get out of that slump in your life. And it can help you pick things up and get things going. It's really sad that they decided to act like this. And it's really sad that they're taking it out on their mom, their friend, and their grandma, and pretty much anybody who seems to walk by. But screaming and crying out and freaking out all over the place just because you can't go to your favorite concert at the drop of a hat for $1,800 is completely unacceptable, especially when it sounds like the parents as well as the friends have done everything they can to be supportive and kind and nice despite their negative, obnoxious attitude. My boyfriend is talking to another girl and he doesn't know that I know that he's doing it. I met my boyfriend unexpectedly last year. He was introduced to me by a close friend I had. I developed a crush on him quite quickly. We started talking through Instagram and Snapchat for months. He lived in another state from me, but long story short, he was moving out of his grandma's and asked if I wanted to move in because he inherited his own house. I was falling hard for this man, and he lived somewhere I always wanted to move, so I agreed to come along. We did move pretty fast, I know, but living here was actually quite nice. I got a job just down the road, his whole family knows me, and I've grown very close with him. His friends know me and whatnot, and I would say I trust him, without a doubt, but it wasn't until recently he had been acting weird about his phone. Just whenever he wanted to show me something, he'd turn it a certain way before showing me. Or if a certain name popped up, he'd swipe up on his phone fast. Like I said, I trusted him, so I tried to ignore it, but it slowly got to me. I overthink a ton, and this 
This was one of those things that got into my head. I had a strong gut feeling, but I've mistaken it for anxiety. I always do. I woke up at around 3 in the morning one night about a month ago. I remember that feeling was immediately there. His phone was right there. He was sleeping. I've never been the person to go through someone's phone. That just wasn't me. I never felt like I needed to, but it was a nagging feeling. So I did, just to see the name of who he had been so secretive with. Well, my intuition was right because he was texting another girl and it seemed like he had been doing this for most of our relationship. And by talking, he seemed like he was trying to pursue another relationship with her. And this has been happening the whole time. The entire time, he hadn't been acting distant, weird, or anything towards me. He planned things for the future like seeing my family out of state, traveling together, teaching me to drive his quad, etc. All while this whole time, trying to get with someone else. He acts the same and it kills me even more because I can't tell him right now. I don't have the means to leave. I have no family. My close friends know about it, especially the one that introduced us. He and I plan on getting a place together, but as of now, I have to act like everything is okay until then. It's getting to me. It's breaking my heart and I can only blame myself for moving too fast. But I honestly thought we were good. Even he always told everyone how we were good. He continues to bring me around his family and act normal. That part hurts the most because it's like, what are you doing? Why are you so okay with all of this? I know what needs to be done, but I don't know what to do with myself emotionally at the same time. I feel like I might break and I just don't know what to do. I really would not feel bad about going through this guy's phone. You literally found out that your suspicions were true. This man is absolutely cheating on you and it's better to find out than to never know. Imagine for a second if you were stuck in the dark about this whole thing. You would have been led on blindly by this guy, only to then be blindsided by him as he leaves you for some other side chick that you didn't even know about. I can't imagine how devastating that would be. And the fact that he's acting normal and trying to act like, oh, everything's fine, nothing to worry about, is just further proof that this is someone you don't want to be with. He is clearly a manipulative person and it's better to get out now than to stick around and be miserable. So best of luck with moving out and hopefully this transition goes well for you. My boyfriend is unsupportive of my PhD program ever since I got pregnant and now he got my unsupportive family on his side and I could be in trouble without their support. How do I get things back on track? My boyfriend and I have been together for two years. Everything has been good so far. He is very sweet, very loving, and he's great with my kid. We moved in together six months ago. And two months ago, I found out I'm pregnant again, putting me at about four and a half months now. When I had my oldest, I had to give up a spot at this amazing and prestigious university because I couldn't afford to move there with a baby. I did my bachelor's as well as my master's at a local university, the first living with my parents and then in a place of my own, as this is a low cost of living area. Last year, I decided to reapply to the prestigious university for a PhD. I was hoping the working from home thing would last a bit longer, so I am still living in my hometown, even though the university is several hours away. But after I started my PhD, I was told that several elements would be in person. So I've had to start arranging for a train journey to the city my university is in, as well as booking a hotel for the days and nights that I would be there. Sometimes my son comes with me, sometimes I leave him with my parents or my boyfriend, but mostly I leave him because him coming is often really impractical. When I'm able to do a day trip, I'm often gone for about 14 hours. When it's longer, it's mostly overnight. The 
longest I've ever been gone was about 48 hours, from Sunday afternoon until Tuesday afternoon, all because I had things to do all Monday, causing me to get a hotel. Two months ago, I found out I am pregnant again. The timing is not great, but I talked to my boyfriend and we agreed to keep it, and I spoke to my supervisor, and she is willing to work with me and make accommodations. So this should be ideal for me, except my boyfriend has now switched to being unsupportive. All of the sudden, he says I should either transfer my PhD back to the local university, which is bottom 30 in the country, while my new university is top 10, or I should stop the PhD studies altogether. He claims his worry is due to stress, as the PhD is quite stressful overall, as well as the traveling I have to complete just to do this. He also says that my son misses me when I travel to the university, and that he doesn't think I should do these trips with a baby. I've said my supervisor and I worked out a plan, and I know I can do this, but he isn't accepting that. My boyfriend brought my family into it, who do not approve of my degree, and they said I need to prioritize both my kids and to think about my family. I yelled at them as I felt they were being unfair, and they responded that unless I transfer or quit, they will stop babysitting. My boyfriend says he didn't mean for things to escalate like that with my family, but he is holding firm, saying that I can get my PhD anywhere else, and that I'm just being stubborn and not considering the bigger picture. How do I convince my boyfriend and family that I am looking at the bigger picture by going for this degree, as well as how I'm supposed to get them back on board to cooperate with me? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The family and the boyfriend are being incredibly selfish. It's ironic that the guy would say, hey, you need to look at the bigger picture here because that's exactly what the wife is doing. Getting into one of these programs, I can only imagine, is probably unbelievably hard. And the education that you're getting, as well as the connections that you're making, will be so crucial for your career moving forward. To just give that up again because everybody's like, no, I don't want you to do it, seems really selfish to me. It's crazy to me also that her family would provide some kind of ultimatum for her, as if they're trying to run her life. Like, 
who just threatens to stop babysitting their kid all because their family member decided, hey, I want to get further education. That's just really cruel and unusual to just suddenly drop out of a PhD program that you've worked so hard just to get into in the first place is going to be a huge stunt in this lady's career and that is just not fair. I mean, I think she would never ask this of her boyfriend. That's just ridiculous. Let alone anybody else in her family. It honestly doesn't make a whole lot of sense as to why they would treat them like this. But if the option of moving to that city would come about, then in my honest opinion, maybe it's time to move out there. This is not about picking one or the other, family or your education. By picking your education, you are picking your family. I'm assuming that this PhD opportunity is probably going to open up a lot of doors with your career. And there's no reason, in my opinion, for you to give that up, all because everybody else just wants to try and use your kids against you to try and get you to stop doing it, which is just wrong in my opinion. So hopefully you find a good solution to this, and hopefully you're able to get things going and have some kind of success in your endeavors. Because honestly, if you've worked this hard to get to the PhD program, you deserve success. Today, I messed up by giving my girlfriend money to surprise my boys for their birthday, only for her to blow the money on herself with the excuse that they wouldn't know, all because of their disability. And I honestly couldn't be more upset. My girlfriend and I have been dating for about a year, and a month ago, she moved in with me. She has no kids, but I have 11-year-old twin boys. I'm a single dad, and their mom left shortly after giving birth. In the beginning, she would talk about my sons or go to introduce them like, here's EJ, which is me, and here are his sons with Down syndrome, and say stuff also like, oh yeah, my boyfriend has kids, but they have Down syndrome. Even once, she commented to a friend saying, yeah, I want a baby, but my boyfriend has disabled genes. I don't want a Downs baby, which is incredibly ignorant. And I've told her how this bothers me. In my eyes, you put people before their disabilities. They have names. She usually apologizes and just laughs it off. At the time, I thought she was just oblivious and didn't understand disabilities. But boy, was I wrong. Having twins with Down syndrome are unique, and I tell them every day how special they are. So when she is referencing them in a negative way, it's a relationship red flag. Today is their birthday, and I gave my girlfriend enough money to buy balloons, party supplies, as well as each of them a cake, as well as their favorite food, and to get a slip and slide. She offered to do this while I was at work. She said she was getting her hair done and then she would go shopping and set up everything. I was so excited to surprise my boys. I pick my boys up from their summer day program and head home. I walk in and it's just my girlfriend. I asked her where everything was and she said, did you not see my text? There was a text a few hours ago saying, oh no, I forgot my wallet. I said, okay, and? So because of this, she said that she forgot her wallet and used my money to pay for her hair. I told her there was no way she didn't see it missing and started getting defensive. She said she had this hair appointment booked for months in advance and that she would be put on a client blacklist at the salon for canceling. So instead, she just used my money and insinuated she would make it up to me somehow. I asked her why she took my money that I gave her for my boys and she said, it's not like they're going to know it's their birthday anyways. Just tell them it's next month. I swear I have never felt so much rage in my life. We do not share bank accounts. She said, you have a good job. I will pay you back. I told her I gave her everything I had left until I get paid again and I get paid monthly. She said I was acting crazy when I told her to go back to the salon and then have them refund her, shave her bald, get an IOU and start sweeping up hair for it. Then she says again that we can just pretend it's their birthday 
another day. She says she has no money to give to me right now. I told her what she did was stealing. I wasn't going to have a thief in my house around my kids and to get out. She started crying saying she has nowhere to go and that I can't just evict her. She is not on the lease and hasn't lived here for a full month, nor does she have any mail with my address. I didn't realize until after she left that she stole my son's tablets and I'm in the process of now filing a police report and I'm shaking with anger. I was distracted trying to calm them down because they got scared that I was upset. Not only do they have nothing for their birthday, they also don't have their tablets and they use this daily for communication as well as using this right before they go to bed to try and help calm them down. We have food, but they were looking forward to having their favorites. I'm so tired of seeing people take advantage of people with disabilities, let alone to see it happen in my own home. This is a horrible situation. I've not felt this angry reading a story in a very long time. I feel so bad for this guy. I guess he thought he was getting someone who would be understanding towards his twin boys and that he would find somebody who was going to be loving and caring towards them. But instead, he found a girlfriend who's going to not only steal from him, but also take all of the money planned for their birthday and use it to style her hair. All with the outrageous excuse that they won't know any better. I mean, how ignorant and disgusting and vile do you have to be to treat human beings like that? There's no good excuse in my eyes. As someone who has family members who are disabled, this story especially makes me very angry because I can't imagine someone honestly stepping into my home and talking down to somebody that I know and love all because they have some kind of disability regardless of what it is. I'm really happy that the original poster kicked this lady out of his house and decided, you know what? I'm picking my kids over you. Those twin boys, as well as the original poster, deserve so much better than that. And I hope they're able to get their tablets back and I hope some stability comes back into their life and that they're able to find peace and happiness once again because they absolutely deserve it. Today I messed up by coming home early to surprise my wife who was having a surprise birthday party for me. Now I know what you're thinking. Who forgets their birthday? Yeah, yeah, I know it's weird. I had a little bit of a rough childhood, and my birthday was never really celebrated, or it was just forgotten altogether. Or sometimes it was both. So as I grew older, I forgot about myself. I mean, we never did anything and whatnot, so who cared? Now I'm married with a wonderful woman who's very thoughtful, but she always does some kind of party or date on my birthday. But sometimes I still forget. So today, I came home early from work to surprise my wife, who was, ironically enough, surprising me. I walked in quietly, and I saw her in the kitchen with flour and cake mix on her forehead and tapestries. There were birthday cups, flowers, and gifts around the table. She was making a cake for a surprise party. My surprise party. My mouth dropped and I quickly walked backwards to the door, exiting quietly, and waited until 7.30 to come back home. My wife would have been so sad and she was working so hard. I couldn't ruin the surprise. So within a time frame of about three and a half hours, I practiced my, oh my god, I'm so surprised face. When I came home, she yelled, surprise! And I did a very crappy surprise face that I've been practicing for a few hours. I hugged her and we had a movie marathon. This secret will never come out, but I think this was the best birthday I've ever had. I find this kind of funny, and I will be taking the secret to my grave. So this story was adorable. My God, when you sit on Reddit all day and you read all sorts of terrible things, sometimes you need something wholesome to bring you back down to planet Earth. And this hit all the marks for me personally. So happy birthday to the original poster, and I hope your birthday was everything you didn't expect it would be. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.